what's the difference between a hooker and a drug dealer? Well, a hooker can wash her crack and resell it. <laughs> oh man, what a what a great way to start this podcast. What up, P Silly listeners? Welcome to the podcast that takes its silliness seriously, the Professionally Silly Podcast. I'm your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. This is the podcast where we shoot the shit where comedy can meet any topic we discuss here. So shout out to all my listeners, new and old. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and download episodes so you can get pro silly with me without needing Wi-Fi or data. Plus, doing both these free things is very helpful to the pod. When you guys are subscribing and you guys are leaving reviews, if the podcast is showing popularity, even just a little bit, it will begin to be suggested to more people. And if that happens, I can earn myself some new listeners. And I would love that. Last time, we went solo again for the first time in a while. And uh, it, it was just me. Just me and you hanging out together like we used to. And uh, we talked about Jupiter eating other planets. We talked about a woman who, uh, <laughs> who was pissed off that her husband was masturbating. It was a interesting new reddit thread that i came across we talked about a woman who was pissed off that her husband was masturbating and i found a new reddit thread that that discussed whether or not this woman was an asshole for walking out in the middle of her husband's birthday dinner which i have to be honest with you you know what i'm not going to tell you whose side i was on go ahead and take a listen to it we talked a lot of shit it was a fun episode and if you missed it don't worry don't worry it's still there Go ahead and take a listen. Today, I'm solo again, in case you haven't figured that out already. I feel like you have. Sometimes it's nice to MC this shit by myself, on my own. You know what I'm saying? On my own. I like that song. Okay, so, <laughs> so I'll be bringing Chris back here and there. I also plan to have other guest hosts join in every now and then as well. I had a great time with last week's format. And I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did, okay? We at episode 235, y'all. And I gotta say uh, that this podcast has changed a lot since the beginning. Been through several microphones, locations, stories, experiences, all that good stuff. And uh, if, you, if you've been here since the beginning, then you know exactly what I mean. So after 235 episodes, I think I'm finally starting to get the hang of it. <laughs> so I've got a plethora of what the fuck and awesome today. So let's go ahead and uh, let's get into it. But first, do me a favor and help this podcast grow by giving it a five star and written review on whichever platform that you're listening with. Especially if you've got that Apple podcast and Spotify, hook your audible booth thing up with the opportunity to earn more listeners. That's what your reviews do, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Oh, and uh, don't forget to check out the podcast Instagram page at It's Pro Silly, I-T-S-P-R-O-S-I-L-L-Y. I post photos there pertaining to these episodes. All right, let's get to it. So this week has been a lot. And if you're listening, then you know about my cubital tunnel syndrome. And uh, I finally had the surgery uh, this past Wednesday. It was a weird experience. And I, I was really scared when I found out that I had to even have the surgery because, you know, it's fucking surgery. I was anxious about it. And going back to what I said last week, I miss when my fears were just being afraid of the dark. Now, as an adult, my fears have changed. You know what I'm saying? I never thought that surgery would be one of those fears, especially in my 30s. Come on, man. 
thought it was healthier than that, but apparently not. <laughs> also, the, the idea of being on anesthesia uh, was scary AF, okay? It really was. Because when you think about it, someone is in charge of making you unconscious on purpose, okay? And then they cut you open and does who knows what to or on your body. And you, then you have to trust them to wake you up. It, it sounds like a fucking nightmare to me. That's what I went in expecting. But luckily, everything went fine and there weren't any issues and I, I, I totally expected to be told that I was going to have to count down from 10 or something like, like they do in the movies. But nope, that didn't, that didn't happen. They gave me an IV and put the anesthesia, uh, the anesthetic in there. And, and about 20 minutes later, which by the way, they couldn't find my veins. Apparently I have rolling veins. So first I'm having surgery and they had to poke me a million times to find my vein to give me the unconscious medicine. I don't know. I was annoyed though because it hurt. <laughs> I don't like needles and I got stabbed 18 times. So anyways, I, I fall out at about maybe 20 minutes after that or whatever. I don't know how long it took because I I wasn't paying attention to the time. <laughs> apparently I was slowly fading out and had no idea. It was great. So, But apparently I fell asleep and then I woke up in a completely different room with people in it that I didn't know that weren't there before. They weren't in the first room. Who are you? I don't Diane, who the fuck is Diane? You're not a part of my care team. You know, it, it was like waking up from a, from a dreamless nap. So currently I've been relying on myself, on my, well, on myself, yes, but on my left arm a lot. Okay. And I'm, I'm, my, my left hand is just like a toddler learning how to walk. It has no idea where to go, how to move, no balance, no strength. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Useless, you know? It's, it's been difficult because everything that I want to do, it takes longer for me to do. Yeah, I have to think before I do anything because it's like a, a muscle memory to immediately use my right hand to do stuff, you know. And I have to remind myself that right now my right hand is useless. It might as well be my left hand, you know. <laughs> my right arm and, and hand are as useless as a knitted condom, okay. <laughs> so anyways, after the surgery, I wake up. And now my entire arm, my entire right arm is numb and I can't move it. And if you asked me for a high five at that time, I guarantee I probably would have ended with your palm in my face because my right arm would not have been able to reach, <laughs> reach up to connect to your hand. And my left arm would be like, oh yeah, you want me to, you, you want me to do it? My bad, man. <laughs> yes, bitch. Like <laughs> that's what's been going on. Do you have any idea how heavy a human arm is? Because I do. It's fucking heavy. Okay. And it's so weird not being able to use my arm or my hand. Like I, I got, I got the feeling back. Thank God about 20 hours later. And I, I was excited as fuck. Cause they told me it would take about 18 to 24 hours to get feeling back, you know, from the anesthesia, from the numbness and all that stuff, you know, and I, I won't lie. There was a part of me that was scared that that wouldn't happen, that I would not get the feeling back. But I did, and I'm glad. I'm glad that wasn't the case. Things are looking up, you know? And uh, hopefully by this time next week, I'll have full mobility. They said that uh, healing would be about two weeks, and the internet told me that it'd be two weeks to six months. So clearly I am hoping for two weeks, because that's what my care team told me. Okay, so fingers crossed on that one, but probably with my left hand. So there will be a vlog on the Professionally Silly channel uh, coming soon uh, that I can share with you guys what it was like uh, as it was happening. Because apparently a lot of people in this world have 
carpal tunnel and cubital tunnel syndrome. It is not as rare as I thought it was, and it is a frustrating, painful, and just, ugh, pain in the ass syndrome to have. I hate it. So uh, I want to share that, let people know who have it, that they're not alone, and show others who wonder what it's like. Speaking of videos, um, there's going to be a new Paranormal Blacktivity video coming out this Sunday, so get ready for that. It's been a while since I've taken you guys on a ghost hunting adventure, and this one was wild. Mello, my cousin Chris, uh, got touched by a ghost child. A spirit decided to knock on my car window, and for some reason, there were ants everywhere. Um, <laughs> I'm talking huge ants go ahead and go subscribe to both of my channels, the Professionally Silly channel and the Paranormal Blacktivity channel. You can find the links to them by clicking my link tree that's down in the show notes. So come in and join the silly and the scary visually. I came across this, this test on playbuzz.com and it's called a basic skills test. Now, according to this website, apparently only 7% of the population has the most basic skills. And to be honest with you, I have no idea what they mean by basic skills. Like basic skills in what? Cooking? Archery? Driving? What? Like, <laughs> to what? So I thought that I would take this quiz with you guys. Just, just Let's just see how basic I am. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Okay, so this is the first question. You need to tie a tie. What is the first step? Wrap the wide end behind the narrow end. Bring the wide end in front and over the loop. Hold the knot steady and slip the wide end down. Cross the wide end over the narrow end. Wh what? Okay, the way they're writing this is confusing me. I know how to fucking tie a tie because YouTube taught me. Okay, uh, I think you wrap the wide end behind the narrow end. I'm going to choose the first one. It says your car is sinking. What is the first thing you do? Unbuckle your seatbelt shatter a window, try to roll down a window, or open the door. I'm, I gotta say, unbuckle my seatbelt, right? We're going with that. The next question is, how do you break down a door? Use my shoulder to break it. Use a jump kick. What? Kick the lock. Kick it near the lock. Uh, I want to jump kick it, but I don't think that's it. Shoulder break, I can dislodge myself, you know, dislocate things. I don't think, you, I think you kick near the lock, right? Or you kick the lock. It's one of the two. Why is that? I want to say kick. And if you kick near the lock, it's going to go right through. Now we're going to go with kick near the lock. I don't know. <laughs> next, The next one says, now name this tool. Oh, clearly that's a drill. They think I don't know what a drill is. My other options were saw, router, grinder. Isn't that like a gay hookup site? Anyways, sander, staple. This is a drill, dude. I know what a drill is. Stop playing games. You need to jumpstart a car. What is the first thing you do? First choice is attach a black clip on an unpainted metal surface on my car that isn't near the battery. Okay, no. Attach one of the red clips to the positive terminal of the car. Place both vehicles in park or neutral and shut off the ignition. Okay, no. Attach one of the red clips to the positive terminal of my battery. You know, reading is fundamental. You do not put the clip on the car. You put it on the battery. So we're going to go with that one. <laughs> okay, next thing. Name this tool. Obviously, that's a wrench, but all right. Uh, the options were wood chisel, construction chisel, heavy-duty wire stripper. I know what a wrench is. 
goodness. What do you do to get a better shave? Oh, get a better shave where? That's the question. <laughs> Wash face with warm water uh, before shaving. Wash face with cold water before shaving. Oh, I use warm water, but I'm also not shaving my face. The, the picture of this dude, he's shaving his face, and it's a dude. I'm going to say warm water? I don't know. I don't have a penis. Okay, what is this? Steel staple, steel screw hook, that's what it is. Zinc metric hex nut. The fuck is that? And steel hold down. I'm going to go with screw hook. I know what that is. Use those all the time. Can you name this tool? Metal locator? That's not. It's a wood chisel, by the way. Flat washer or heavy duty pipe wrench. We're going to go with wood chisel, Alex, for 200. Okay. Uh, and about this one, another tool picture, broad blade utility shear. What? Fixed jab saw. It's not that. Wood lathe or a bolt cutter. This is clearly a bolt cutter. Some of these other ones aren't basic at all. Like <laughs> the options they give you. You got a flat tire. What's the first thing you do? Loosen the lug nuts. Put the parking brake. Remove the hubcap. Put the hazard lights on. I gotta say, the, probably the parking brake is the first thing you should do. The very first. You need to pick a lock with a bobby pin. What's the first thing you do? Burn the tip of the bobby pin. What, how would I even do that? <laughs> Stick the straight end of the bobby pin into the keyhole. Dismantle the lock. Pull the bobby pin apart and roughly straighten it. Uh, I guess pull the bobby pin apart and roughly straighten it. I've never picked a lock with a bobby pin. Now, I have picked a lock to one of those old school doors where you can just literally take the end of like your belt buckle. <laughs> like the little part, the little piece you put the hole, you put into the hole that just slide into the hole and turn to the left. The bitch would open up. Those locks were dumb as fuck. I'm going to choose pull the bobby pin apart and uh, roughly straighten it. All right. Last question. It says, and finally, name this tool. Retaining ring pliers, metal locator, ratcheting box winch, handguard chisel. Well, it's not a handguard chisel. It's not a metal locator. I believe this is a ratcheting box wrench. Because <laughs> they don't look like pliers. Yeah, this is, a, yes, I know this. This is, yes, I've used these before. I got it. Boom. Let's see if I'm basic. It says, you nailed it. You must be confident and independent. You know your own worth and you'll never settle for less than you deserve. Keep up the good work. Okay, clearly they don't know me at all. I, <laughs> I constantly settle for less than I deserve. I do not know my self-worth. <laughs> but I know what pictures of tools look like. And I know how to change a tire. <laughs> Go me. <laughs> oh my God. I learned a lot about myself. Yo, this is the Professionally Silly Podcast. We'll be right back. So, okay. So I came across a post on Reddit and I, I felt, I felt disrespected just a tad, you know? And um, well, apparently uh, it, it appears to be a screenshot of an online article from Vice. Uh, the title of the article is Adults Who Still Drink Milk. Are you okay? Then And then it goes on to say, unless you're a hungry baby, drinking milk on its own is, is unsettling behavior. First of all, okay, how dare they? Uh, second of all, second of all, who the fuck made you mayor of beverages? I will drink whatever I damn well please. You understand that? 
because I'm grown as fuck. And milk with cookies or something sweet like a pastry is refreshing as hell. Then I follow it with an ice cold glass of water. I even drink the milk when I finish my cereal. I will not be disrespected, damn it. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, I Googled it and I found the article, which I'll include in the show notes of this episode. And I got to say, the article, if you want to call it that, um, <laughs> that's just me throwing some shade because they, they threw shade at me first. She started it. Anyways, it, is pre- it pretty much called me a psychopath. Daisy Jones, because I drink milk sometimes, Daisy Jones is the name of the person who wrote this article. She is a culture editor for Vice in the UK. Now she seems, she seems nice enough, but fuck her. Okay. (laughs) Hi, I'm Amber and I'm extremely petty. Listen, I got the government telling me what to do with my body. I got vegans wishing death on me because I ate a burger. I have supervisors at my day job constantly telling me what to do. People in this world telling me I'm going to burn in hell because I'm gay. And now Daisy won't let me enjoy a glass of goddamn milk when I feel like it. Damn it, I can't win. (sighs) As you can see, I feel, I feel a way about this. Milk has nutrients and vitamins and shit, all right? And it, it, it can even be filling at some times. And I love a good latte and milk is a part of it. That's just what it is, man. And I will not be bullied by this woman or any other milk haters, okay? I, look, I'm over here all flying off the handle and shit. I, look, I haven't had a full, a full glass of milk in years. <laughs> but I will today, damn it, out of spite. My name is Amber Smiles Jones and I enjoy milk. Milk isn't tricks, because tricks are for kids. Long live lattes, bitch. Y'all, I'm nasty, fam. I, I can't. <laughs> I'm gonna get back at this bitch. I'm gonna drink a glass of milk. That's the kind of person I am right now? Okay. <laughs> we are back to one of my new favorite Reddits. Am I the asshole? <laughs> This is a Reddit community that you can go to where people can share some strange moments in their lives and that they've done or committed, trying to see whether or not they're the asshole or not. Is what they did or said making them the asshole in that scenario? And uh, let me just say that I'm, I, I love this. I love this thread. And we will be doing a few of these uh, in the podcast episodes as we go forward because it's a lot of fun. Reddit is amazing. <laughs> I for, I just forgot about how great Reddit is. It's good to be back. Oh my God. All right. So we have a Reddit post of someone asking whether or not they're the asshole. It says, as am I the asshole for conducting a medical exam on my wife's friend's breasts? Man, that's hard to say. Say wife's friend's breasts fast five times. <laughs> it goes on to say, I am a family physician who has practiced for longer than a decade. First, let me just say this. The doctor, uh, did not spell practice right. Uh, I mean, spelled it with an S. P-R-A-C-T-I-S-E-D. Yeah. All right. That's wrong. Let's just start there. Maybe I'm the asshole. <laughs> I know I can't be alone in the fact that there are a lot of doctors and nurses out there who swear they're the smartest people on earth because they went to school for 37,000 years. And sometimes they treat people like absolute shit. Not all nurses and doctors do that. But I can tell you, I have certainly met a few in my life. So whenever I come across a doctor who makes a mistake like that, I, 
I feel, I feel like this evil grin coming across my face and I feel, <laughs> and I feel the same way when I see like a grammatical error in a, in a textbook or a magazine or something like that. <laughs> I think I'm just a petty bitch and I take pleasure in small mistakes like that. I mean, I always call them out out loud, but in my head I'm thinking, hi, hi, you're an idiot, you know? <laughs> Especially when they come from people who claim to know every goddamn thing on this on this earth. Oh my god. <laughs> I also find it hilarious when animals, especially cats, make mistakes. Now cats are known for their balance and always landing on their feet, you know. When my cat Samantha trips or missteps or anything of that nature, I lose my mind and laughter. I mean, she has four legs and use every last one of them incorrectly. And that, that makes me laugh. <laughs> and sometimes I just, I just, I just want to slap myself for not having my phone out in time to record this historical moment <laughs> so that I can laugh at it later. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Okay, let's, let's get back to the story and find out um, <laughs> if this dude is an asshole or not. <laughs> Am I the asshole for conducting a medical exam on my wife's friend's breasts? I am a medical physician who has practiced for longer than a decade. My wife's friend, Sally, came by my house a few days ago to drop something off for my wife. Sally and I have also become friendly through my wife. And when we... Why would you word it like that? Become friendly? What the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, Sally and I have also become friendly through my wife. We often go out together with her and her husband. She dropped in, and then as we were talking, she mentioned that she noticed a strange lump on her breast and was wondering if I could examine it. I didn't think twice about it and brought her into a different room. Note, my wife was not home at the time. Hold up. And my wife was not home at the time. I asked her some relevant medical questions, felt her breast, and then t and told her that it did not seem to be a concerning lump, but if she wanted to get it imaged to know for sure, she should see her physician. She thanked me and went on her way. I have performed hundreds of breast examinations, and it did not seem like a big deal to me at all. Just a simple medical examination. I did not tell my wife that this happened, not for the purpose of keeping my action a secret, mm -hmm, but because I did not think I should discuss Sally's medical concerns with my wife. Sally told my wife a few days later and my wife became upset with me both for performing the examination and for not telling her about it. My wife said that I should have simply told Sally to see her family doctor rather than feel her breast myself. Okay. And she... <laughs> He goes on to say, she understands that it is a medical examination, of course, but still thinks it is weird that I saw and felt her best friend's breast. Oh, she's a best friend, which I do understand. She said it will now be in the back of her mind whenever the three of us are together. Is it true that I simply could have told her to book an appointment with her physician and I could have considered the possibility that the information would be weird for my wife? However... I felt like I was just doing my friend a favor and it would be inconvenient to make her book a whole appointment for something I could do quickly on the spot. Am I the asshole? Is this guy an asshole? I, 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 I can understand the wife's anger or, or even jealousy, if you want to call it that, whatever it is that she's feeling. The only reason I kind of do like a double take about the scenario is because he did not tell her 
that this happened. I know he said, you know, HIPAA, all that, <laughs> no violations or whatever, but you know, it's it's a little it's a little strange. Neither her friend or her husband told her that 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 this Bresley moment occurred right away. Now, the wife's friend did tell her a, a few days later, all right, and I'm assuming because it was an exam to the both of them, it didn't it didn't feel like something that was important enough to share with her, especially since he didn't think that the lump was that big of a deal. But at the same time, he didn't just feel on her breast like it wasn't like a groping session. You know, he was literally trying to help his wife's best friend determine whether or not that the lump that she had was something that, that she needed to be worried about, you know, that could kill her in the future. Luckily for her, her friend's husband was a doctor and was able to give her a heads up as to if this was something that, that could be dangerous. And let's face it, okay, when you make a doctor's appointment, it can be, it can take weeks or even months for them to have an availability for you. I mean, you make an appointment, there's no, there's no guarantee you're going to get one next week or even two weeks or even three weeks from then. You know what I'm saying? So meaning you are stuck during that time frame wondering uh, whether what's going on with you in, in your body can make your life more difficult or even kill you. Being stuck in that type of anxiety is deafening. Okay, not knowing if you're going to be okay or not. That's a lot to deal with. And, and, and in reality, we have to wait a long time just to be seen, depending on what's going on. I mean, you can go to urgent care, but you'll be sitting there for 14 hours. You know, <laughs> it's scary. It is, you know, and if I had a doctor that I personally knew who could, you know, fill up my titty, whatever you want to call it for free and give me a heads up, I would go to them too. You're damn right. I would. However, I would certainly tell my friend that I was thinking about doing this. Like, yo, um, listen, I felt a lump under my boob. Do you think Mark can take a look? I don't know why I chose the name Mark. Maybe because of Grey's Anatomy. I don't know. But do you think it could he? Do you think he'd be willing to take a look at it? Because I'm I'm freaking out here. I just want to. You can be there. I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's just me, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. And I feel like if that person is truly my friend and they understood how scared I am. And their spouse could possibly help with that fear and that anxiety. I would hope that they would not get weird about it and put their quote unquote insecurities or jealousy over my fear and anxiety and anxiety of possibly having breast cancer. You know, and I'm, that's scary. Do I think this guy is an asshole? No. Do I think he made an unwise decision by not telling his wife? That her friend needed a, his medical opinion on something? Eh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. He also made a stupid decision to do this while his wife wasn't home. And to be honest with you, it probably should have been done at his place of business, not in his house where his wife wasn't there. That's just my opinion on that particular part. But I do feel like I do feel like uh, that this this country, especially, has kind of overly sexualized women's breasts. You know. Don't get me wrong. I like a good titty like anybody else does, but I also don't get freaked out or pissed off when, when, when one of them pops out in public, you know, like, okay, like when, when women are breastfeeding, the way that they're treated in, in this country is ridiculous. It sucks. It just sucks that men can take off their shirt and show off their nipples anytime they fucking want to. But if a woman does it, it's a problem, you know, and, 
and there are even some men out there who got some nice ass titties too but they're allowed to take their shirt off i'm just saying it's not fair keep that same energy fam that's all i'm saying anyways call or send me a text at 805-664-1828 and tell me what you think about this particular situation was this guy an asshole? Do you think it's a double standard that men are allowed to walk around topless and women are not? Call in and share your opinion. And if you want to, you can be anonymous. Uh, you don't have to tell me your name or I can use a voice disguise or whatever. Let me know. <laughs> but trust me when I say that this podcast just is not popular enough for someone to know who you are, hear your voice and be like, oh, that's that's Tasha right there. I'm I'm telling everybody at work about this. It's just, it's probably not going to happen. I have about seven listeners per episode. I promise you, you're, you're probably. <laughs> Yo, Professionally Silly Podcast. We'll be right back. Okay, I, um, I want to talk about something that, that has pissed me off. Okay, we're, we're going to talk about something that, that's, that's grinding my gears here. And I'm not sure if any of you have heard about what happened with Leslie Jones. But in short, actor and comedian Leslie Jones shared her opinion on why she does not like the 4th of July and why she doesn't feel like it's for her to celebrate. And to be honest with you, uh, I agree 130,000 million percent. Everything she fucking said, word from word that came out of her hilarious mouth was fucking true. Now, <laughs> let, me, uh, let me share with you what she said. What's up, y'all? I was going to write a post out, but um, I just feel like I need to say this. You know, I would say happy 4th of July, but it's not really a happy 4th of July, is it? Because 4th of July is supposed to stand for independence and, you know, how our country fought for freedom, all this stuff. But this ain't the land of the free. Y'all have taken away women's rights. You're trying to take away voters' rights. You're, you're not representing anything that this holiday is supposed to be about. I, I listen to the Star Spangled Banner and all of that, and I go, this is not the land of the free. This is not nothing that we're saying that it is. Nothing. Nothing. So it's hard for me to say happy 4th of July because it feels like we're going back to slavery, you know? So maybe I should say happy back to slavery day because if we don't do something, there will be no Independence Day for anyone. All right, so uh, tell me, tell me how she's wrong. I don't, I don't really see any, anything wrong with what she said. Now, it may not be a, a, a gorgeous truth, but most, most truths out there are ugly as fuck. That's why they say that's the ugly, ugly truth. <laughs> okay. This country is made for white people, white males, especially, period. It, it is what it is. And if you don't see that, then... You're blind and clearly have the privilege to be blind to what's going on around you. Shit must be nice. It's got to feel amazing to not see or experience the shit that people of color, that people of the LGBTQIA community or anyone who dares to express their right to religion <laughs> that isn't Christian or Catholic, the shit that those people have to deal with on the daily... I I don't get why people are in such a rush to get to the land of the free. I'm doing air quotes here. You can't see me, but they're up there. And when you get here, especially if you're a person of color or, or any of those other minorities that I mentioned before, it's not the land of the free. And, and it's gotten to, to, a, to the point to where even white women are furious with this country. 
probably because the government is now telling them what they can't and can do with their bodies. When Karen is pissed at the government, shit just got real. Now, let me share with you the bullshit that two other African-Americans, two other black folk had to say about Leslie's opinion on the 4th of July. This right here, this had me shook. We have um, these two bulls, uh, Jason Whitlock and Shamika Michelle, uh, which, by the way, are two people I've never fucking heard of, if I'm being honest. They had some stupid, hateful-ass shit to share about Leslie Jones and what she said, but mostly about pretty much who she is. You know, they had the audacity to tell, uh, to tell, to speak on her story, to speak on her experiences. And, and you know what? It, I'm, I'm going to play it in a second. Oh God, it infuriated my soul. I can't even find words. If you want to see the whole thing, I'll be sure to post the link below, but I'm, I'm not going to post it from Jason's Twitter account. Fuck him. I'm going to post Leslie's retweet instead. <laughs> but uh, listen, listen to this trash. Oh, my God. Okay, let me hit play. Uh, make it make sense. And, and if you can, because uh, it's a struggle for me, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm I'm gonna to do everything in my power not to talk about Leslie Jones's looks uh, in this. But you, you do whatever <laughs> makes you feel good. Pause the fuck. You're going to do everything you can not to discuss her looks. If that was the case, you would not have brought up the fact that you weren't going to say something about her look. That pretty much right there was a segue for for Shamika to go in and say whatever the fuck she wants to say. And let me just go ahead and say this right now. Uh, this purred looking motherfucker, when I say, you know, uh, purred from Parks and Recreation, this that, that's what he looks like. He looks like he wishes he could be purred, honestly. It's, let me just, I'm sorry. Let me go on. Let me go on. Please make it make sense for me. Jason, where else, if not America, can you resemble Great Ape and have the success that Leslie Jones has had? Look, and, and we're not picking on black women. As a dark-skinned black woman, I understand colorism more than anybody else. But we're going to stop lying, and we're going to stop lying today. Okay. How are you going to say, and if you want to, you can be anonymous. Uh, you don't have to tell me your name or I can use a voice disguise or whatever. Let me know. <laughs> but trust me when I say that this podcast just is not popular enough for someone to know who you are, hear your voice and be like, oh, that's, that's Tasha right there. I'm, I'm telling everybody at work about this. It's just, it's probably not going to happen. I have about seven listeners per episode. I promise you, you're, you're probably safe. <laughs> Yo, Professionally Silly Podcast. We'll be right back. This is not about black women. Bitch, you just compared her to an ape. Something white people have been doing to us for centuries. What the fuck? And the fact that this piece of shit sitting next to her is sitting there laughing, gasping, laughing, like what she's saying is funny and not disrespectful as fuck. Shame on the both of these two assholes. Shame. This fool, Jason, who has been roasted more than beef, he apparently is known for pissing off the black community. That's what he's known for. Shamika Michelle, bitch ass, is a revelant as fuck as well, I'm be honest with you, but both of these dumbasses are, are giving Uncle Ruckus vibes. They want to be loved and accepted by the white folk. And as many have said, 
in the response to the bullshit, they said they will never pick you. They just won't. Listen to more of this bullshit that they, that they had to say. Leslie Jones is not where she is because she is the funniest woman in America. She's not. She's not where she is because... She Does anybody remember a clip where Leslie Jones, or any point in time where she says she's the funniest woman in America? I, 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 don't, I don't think she ever claimed that. Huh. Interesting. Let's continue. She's the cutest woman in America. She's not. I also don't remember Leslie Jones saying that she was the cutest woman in America. Where does she get, I need to, who are her resources? We gotta, we gotta, where is she getting this information from? She's where she is because of the opportunities that we have in America. She is where she is because this is the land of the free and the home of the brave. She was brave enough to say, I'm not the funniest, but I have a dream. She was brave enough to say, Ugh. I'm not the most attractive, but I have a dream. What the fuck does this have to do with what? I don't get why these people, these particular people think they have the right to discuss how another person looks. <laughs> First of all, okay, Jason Whitlock looks like a looks like a, a African American potato. He's like a black potato. That's just if the potato head had an ugly ass fade, that's this pert happy looking bitch right here. Okay. <laughs> Stop the lies because this is foolishness and I don't appreciate it and I, I'm tired. I'm appreciating so it. So for me, stop talking about this is back to slavery day because if we went back to wait a minute if this was the land of the free freedom of speech is leslie not allowed to say what she said about the fourth of july huh about this is back to slavery day because if we went back to slavery just like myself leslie you would be in the field and as a six-foot woman that's actually built like a man you would probably be working alongside the oxen that that is some fucked up shit that is woo. oh my god oh i'm i ooh, the anger in my heart right now that is some that's some fucked up shit to say and then after she said it, she had the audacity to bring up her hand like it was a gun with like her thumb and index finger and then blow it like 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 to blow the smoke from from the gun. And then and then pretends to put the gun back in her holster like she done did something like she just read somebody to go after another black woman in that fashion is is beyond ridiculous i can't even find a word to explain the bullshit that we that we just heard if you want to see the full video like i said i'll put the link down below in the show notes but let me tell you something right now jason and shamika can go right to goddamn hell that's how i feel about that that is some fucked up shit and by the way no disrespect to jay jackson the man who played the character purred happily on the show Parks and Rec. That was just the best way to describe that motherfucker. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God. But apparently Jason is known for pissing off the black community. He's He's been doing this for years, making money off of the anger, pain, and and, 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 and inequality and, and, and unfairness that we have experienced in this country. And Shamika, Shamika Michelle, whatever the fuck her name is, uh, her bitch ass is irrelevant as fuck as well, if I'm being honest with you. And both of these dumbasses are giving Uncle Ruckus vibes. I'm not here for it at all. I'm, I'm not here. I don't like it. The fuck? 
and they will never pick you. Then white folks don't give a shit about you. Jason and, and Shamika, are, they're just clowns on stage dancing. Both these bitches are wearing blackface, if you ask me. They not for us. They are against us. It's ridiculous. And the shit that they're spreading is crazy. The things that they said were downright hurtful and degrading. Shamika actually, she has children, man. Young, beautiful black girls who, who she's probably raising to think and to behave as she does. Wow. I mean, she's a wannabe Candace Owens for sure. I hope to God that these young ladies can see that their mom ain't shit and decides to go through the world as they see fit and do not follow in the petty footsteps of their ignorant ass mama. But the way the internet tore her ass up, they probably learned a thing or two, okay? Leslie Jones has done more in her career than the two of these idiots combined. Let me share a couple of clapbacks from some people on TikTok, okay? Because they opened the library on both these Uncle Toms and it was glorious. Let's start with at Mr. Bats 2.0. Okay, you're gonna love this. In a country where as black people, we've had to fight tooth and nail for every piece that we ever got. It makes no sense to me when some of us get on and get platforms and get in positions of power for us to then attack our own. It is troubling as fuck for Jason Coonlock to sit up on here time and time again and just put on and denigrate us for them white people. It is even worse when you see a dark-skinned black woman compare another dark-skinned black woman to oxen, grape, ape, and but tell her what type of slave she would be. All this because she would dare speak on the actual issues that's going down in our fucking country. Women's bodies have been commandeered by our government and all they're seen as is baby makers. Black people are getting gunned down by the people that are supposed to be protecting us. And it happens so often, it might as well be fucking culture. And instead of addressing any of her points in a real way, you attacked her looks. Historically, through the white supremacy, us as black people have been told that we're ugly, that our features are ugly, that we're demons, that we're not desirable, as they take our features and make money off them. So you'll get your bitch ass a, a platform, and on said platform, use those same tactics against your own. And you ain't no Shamar Moore looking motherfucker yourself to even be talking about anybody's looks, let alone with like, ah! Now, that's, that's part of course for Jason Kunlock. That's what he does on his platform. He likes to shuck and jive, but... This dark-skinned black woman, I don't see how you don't find yourself to be an embarrassment. If you really care about the cause, even if you don't agree with this woman, to go at her looks and you know the context of history in America, how they treat women that look like both of you, is a fucking slap in the face of your mama, your grandmama, and everybody in between. Hell, me as a dark-skinned black man, I feel like you talking shit to my dark-skinned black mama. You also open the door for the motherfuckers that we're supposed to be fighting to do the same tactics and use that to not hear our points, specifically the points of a dark-skinned black woman. And you want to bring up the kids. So how do you think a little dark-skinned black girl is looking at this, what she's taking in from all of this? To be looked at as an ape because she would dare have an opinion on her own rights. What do you tell that little black girl? Because I know what I'm going to tell her. Don't listen to any raccoons like this that Harriet Tubman would have shot. And much love to Miss Jones for actually speaking up instead of being embarrassments like y'all. I mean, <laughs> yo, <laughs> if you want to see any of these uh, videos I'm about to play, uh, make sure you go ahead and check out Leslie Jones's TikTok. Oh, but go ahead and make sure that I put that link down below as well. And uh, the videos that she posted, they've been added <laughs> on her TikTok. So you can check out all of their content and uh, the amazing things that they say as well. Let's go on to the next one, y'all. This is this is deep. I'm digging this. This is coming from uh, Dr. Casanova Brown. 
this is some, <laughs> I, I like what he had to say as well. Let me go ahead and share this one with you. He is responding to uh, the fact Shamika called her a great ape. That's where he takes off speaking. If not America, resemble great ape. Shamika, I'm going to stop you right there. For those of you who don't know, that's probably everybody. Her name is Shamika Michelle. And she's essentially a mouthpiece for anything that would get her attention. Think Candace Owens, but not successful. Just by taking a look at her Instagram page, she is homophobic, transphobic, fatphobic, a colorist, anything that would get her attention except for being successful. <laughs> he said she's she's a wannabe Candace Owens, except she's not successful. <laughs> As a dark-skinned black woman, I understand colorism. Which is why you just compared another dark-skinned black woman to an animal. Aren't you the same woman that talks about women empowerment? You even have a video on your page where you're making a tribute to black women. But then at the same time, you want to tear them down. Shamika, just know that when they're done with you and they will be done with you, the door locks when you close it. I mean... <laughs> oh, I'm here for it. When I, look, I told y'all that the internet went the fuck off. This, is, this next one's coming from uh, Sunshine Lively on TikTok. Let's see what she had to say. And, and we're not picking on black women. When I tell y'all that I went to sleep mad, slept on it, woke up, and I was still pissed mm -hmm. off, look at how beautiful Leslie Jones is. Tell them. And then when I saw that Shamika Michelle had three very black girls of her own that looked like they could be easily related to Leslie Jones, I was confused. So here her self-hating behind is talking about Leslie Jones looking like Grape Ape and children looking up to her, and these are her kids. This is her family. And make no mistake, she has a beautiful family. She has beautiful children. But Leslie Jones fits right into this damn picture. So how do you comfort your children after they hear you say some shit like that? What do you tell your absolutely beautiful girls after they hear you refer to a beautiful black woman that looks exactly like them as grape eight? How do you sleep at night knowing the damage that you've done to your own girls? Leslie, you would be in the field. And as a six-foot woman that's actually built like a man, you would probably be working alongside the oxen. Is this you here towering over Clarence Thomas? But you have the nerve to point out Leslie Jones' height? The self-hatred is real. You can tap dance all you want, but there is nothing that you could say or do that's going to make them ever accept you. And when they discard you like the piece of trash that you are, don't come running back. Go get yourself some help and take a very hard look at what you're doing to your girls. Because to them, we all look alike. And they could very easily be confused with Leslie Jones. A beautiful black woman. Listen, all right. Last and certainly not least, my friend uh, at Booker Squared. Uh, we actually follow each other on TikTok. And she is hilarious, very well educated, and a fucking inspiration. And uh, when I tell you the library opened up bright and early on this one, honey, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to let her do her thing. Uh, Elizabeth Houston, everyone. Oh, Shamika, darling, I know that was very hard for you to say, and I mean that literally, because you were struggling like you were the student back in the day who everyone sighed heavily when it was their turn to read in the class. And if there's one thing that I can't stand, it's a couple of remedial motherfucking pick-me's who just want to run their mouths. So let's be perfectly clear, my dear, in case no one has told you, they will never pick you. It's very clear that you want to be the token black Barbie and ride on the coattails of Candace Owens, but even her raggedy ass had the good sense to not put herself naked on the front of a book and have three children before she decided to become the Republican black darling. The slut shaming is absolutely intriguing on your part, because they will call you a ran-through woman. 
You don't meet their standards. You talk about the peach that's out of reach, baby. You've been giving your cobbler away for years. And you decide to go to the side that's going to completely demonize you for it? Bad survival skills, hun. But let's talk about the fact that you, a black woman with dark skin and 4C hair, decided to use white supremacist racial epithets against another black woman by calling Leslie Jones an ape. And if that's not perplexing enough, you decided to go on and say that if you were both slaves today, that you would both be in the field. And yet, even then, in describing yourself in this hypothetical enslaved situation as a field negro, you decided to still try to demote Leslie Jones by comparing her to the oxen? You are truly trying to grasp onto whatever crumbs Massa will throw your way. But I see your game, and you didn't call Leslie Jones an ape because she actually resembles an ape. It's very clear that she is a gorgeous, beautiful, strong, hilarious black woman. No, you called her an ape because you are very threatened by her, because you know damn well that if this were slavery times, she would be standing right alongside Harriet Tubman on the Underground Railroad, and you would be the snitch that Harriet shot. And I get it. You probably saw an opportunity to shill and make a few bucks on behalf of selling your soul to the Republican Party. But while you were on that very demeaning journey to notoriety, I want to give you a suggestion. That's to keep Leslie Jones' name out of your motherfucking mouth. I know that her name tastes so sweet in your mouth, like the success that you'll never reach, but I want you to try it anyways. And I hope that you and Jason have the lives that you deserve. But once again, remember, they will never, ever pick you. was orgasmic bitch yes elizabeth houston you have been serving these bitches on tiktok for a long time and i fucking love you <laughs> i am here for it between the four of these of these videos these people that made these videos there's not much more to say honestly so we're gonna keep it moving but i will say this for all of you idiots out there that decide to spread your ignorance and negativity just keep in mind that there are just as many people out in this world who also have Wi-Fi who will read you and read you hard publicly okay yeah so just make sure that you keep that same energy when someone responds to your stupid I want you guys to hit me up at 805-664-1828 and uh, let me know your opinion about the story. How do you feel about it? Give me a call or text me. I I'm curious as, as to what you guys think about this. Look, if there's anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's there are a lot of assholes in this world, but there are also some amazing people out there too. Not to mention being a black woman in this country is hard as fuck. Do us a favor and don't make it harder, especially if you're another black woman. Come on, professionally silly life rules, people. I wanna go ahead and shout out to my listeners because you could be anywhere right now, but you, you chose to kick it with me today. You know what I'm saying? And I thank you for it. Subscribe to this podcast on whichever platform that you're using so uh, you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. Also, do your girl a favor and leave a five-star and written review to this podcast on whichever platform that you got there. That'd be dope if you can do that. I know it doesn't seem like much, but it is extremely helpful when you guys subscribe 
and you download episodes and you leave reviews, it helps out a lot. Check out the podcast, Twitter and Instagram page at It's Pro Silly, I-T-S-P-R-O-S-I-L-L-Y. And of course, check out the Professionally Silly Pod Group on Facebook and share your silly there. All the information is going to be down below in the show notes. If you want to join in on the silly and you have any of your own stories, experiences, or drama that you want to share, maybe you want some advice or you want the opinion of the P-Silly listeners on something, email me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. Send those in. And uh, you can leave a message on the Anchor app or my Google Voice number, 805-664-1828. You can text that number as well. If you like to be anonymous, just let me know when you contact me. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so glad that you're here. And if this is your first time listening, y'all come on back and join in on the silly and binge on all episodes that you haven't heard yet because I got a lot of them. Over 200 of them, apparently. (laughs) Check out the show notes for my bonus information, like my social media stuff. I have included my link tree down there. So it's got my, uh, the most used social media platforms that I, that I, that I use the most. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, my YouTube channels, and more. It's all in one spot. For those of you that are interested in writing or sending things, my P.O. Box is Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia, 30250. You can send me literally anything you want, and I'll open it on my YouTube channel. I'll do an unboxing video on the Professionally Silly channel. Once again, I'm your audible boo-thang, Amber Smiles Jones, and thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. Yes! Enjoy the silly while you can, and come take it seriously with me right here on the Professionally Silly Podcast. Stay tuned for a trailer from my next Paranormal Black Activity video that comes out this Sunday. Until next time, my loves, watch where you step, because there are pieces of shit everywhere, and they love to spread their ignorance. And I can't wait to... I did hear that. <laughs> Is any... Yo, what? Something just touched me. I swear to God, something just touched me. I heard... Oh! That was your name. That was my name twice. What the fuck was that? What was that? Comedy can meet. We do. Oh, I feel like I have to burp. Jesus. Mm. Then, okay. Uh. Plus, doing both these things. No. Plus, no. Damn it. I had a great time with last week, but damn it. I also plan to have other guests who's going to help out in the. We'll stop at masturbating. We do that. <laughs> Save that. <laughs> Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never ran to the no man, I still go.